Hello, and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And we have a K-Pop podcast, and here it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to fix up that, change up the intro. It's not going so it's good. It's fine. We'll come up with we'll something, get something eventually. So we're back. Yay! We've been away for like a month. I know. And I know your guys are thinking like, yeah, but you put on an EXO episode last week. Like, yeah, but we only yeah, but had time to talk about EXO. <laughs> like, we, we were busy. We okay? only had time to talk we about EXO. We couldn't make any exceptions. <laughs> no, we're done with those. <laughs> you know what? Suho would be proud of me, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so uh, we t- we're here in our new studio. Our How does the new studio feel? It feels great. These microphones are so fancy, and this table is so new. Like, ugh, I'm worried I'm going to leave like a watermark with my wine glass. I know. <laughs> oh well. But yeah, we got some wine, and we're like yeah. back at it. We while we were gone, we like asked you guys for suggestions mm-hmm. you sent us so many great things yeah we so have, we have so many exciting things planned for the next for like the upcoming yeah we episodes. actually have things like planned out for the next yeah. while which is really we're not exciting. just like pulling shit out of our butts <laughs> <laughs> so it's really exciting but um yeah so i think i think as as the show goes on from like this point we might have a little bit more free form episodes and some other like special things that like we'll surprise y'all with but we've done like 40 episodes and so if you've been listening from the beginning and you'd never heard anything about k-pop like you know a lot now so like yeah i mean even we have learned so so much much. like (laughs) i mean listening to old episodes and i'm like so there's this group called 17 i don't know whatever some guys Mm. Can you believe one of their members is named The Eight? Like that poor child. And now he's my favorite one. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, have times have changed. Yeah, so times have changed. (laughs) And so we thought that, like, instead of doing these, like, deep dive episodes about these very broad general K-pop topics, that from here on out, we might be able to just get a little more loosey-goosey, because, like, you know what's up. Yeah. And we can also just get, like, Mm hyper-specific. So instead of talking about, like, soloists as a general concept like yeah. now we'll have time to just we like, could be really like dig into some female soloists of 2018 yeah or whatever sure and like get a little bit more specific because there were a lot of really great female soloists this year that's not what our what our episode is about right now no. but just for example like really this episode topic. is just like a catchy up yeah this is just like a hey guys what's up here's what what's up? what has been happening in during our little hiatus so we are going to be backtracking a little bit yeah. and talking about some things that are like things that i would have talked about if we'd been recording for the last month is basically the point so like okay i have a little like scratch list of things that went on here we can just chat but uh uh funnily enough the day uh, that we posted our like last full episode Mm -hmm. hyano put couple pictures on instagram and broke the internet um if you if you missed this it was pretty amazing um on Hyuna's Instagram, she posted first, like, a series of, like, four pictures mm-hmm. of her, like, 
on a bridge and on a sidewalk and in front of a falafel truck. Yeah. And like, Which are all sort of like typical photos that idols usually yeah. post of them alone, but on some like little excursion, excursion around town. Whatever. But they're the only ones in the photo. Yes. So then like 20 minutes after she posts this series of photos, she posts another series of photos, same locations, like literally the same moments, but she is holding hands with her dear sweet boyfriend Edon in them. Which was like amazing. I was so a. I was happy. Well, we. T- it turned out that the pictures were a little bit old. They had been mm-hmm. taken a couple days after they got fired on TV. Mm. Um, they went to Japan, which made me so happy yeah. to see. Like, because all I, I like I said in that ranting episode, I just wanted to know that they like went on vacation or were doing something fun and totally not, like wallowing in tragedy. Yeah. We wanted them to like get up and go and just like say, okay, fuck all of this. We're just going to take a few days and like be together and relax. And so they, they did, did that. They did do that, which is wonderful. But it was also like such a beautifully like pointed and curated moment in a way that Hannah always does where she's like look you always see idols posting photos like this of them alone on vacation but like who do you think is taking the photos of them like do you really think that we're alone all of the time like there's so much about our lives that you don't actually yes it seemed to very much be in that like Mm. pointed I'm trying to make a point yeah. About like this is the life. This is that what I've you shown see, you. and this is what's really happening. Yeah, and it was really fucking cool. Mm. Um, it was just like, and it was so good to see him and like know that he was okay because, like we talked about in our cube episode, like Kiana didn't go away, like because she doesn't do that. Yeah, because Kiana's always around, and she's like such a fixture and a staple that like. You can't get rid of Kiana. But this is like a rookie boy with really no standing um, or like sway to his Mm -hmm. name. So it was good to see him out and about. I thought so. But it was a big old drama because – So like a – if you ask me, she waited to the appropriate – like there was no appropriate time and everyone would have been mad anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was uh, Pentagon's fan club. No, Pentagon's anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it was their anniversary. Pentagon's anniversary. And Cube put up a picture of eight people yeah. for their anniversary. Which, which was, like, excuse me, but how dare you erase Yanan? Like, I, again! Under, I understand that, like, Edon is embroiled in all of this scandal, but Yanan has done nothing wrong, and they're still choosing to erase him. So, like, the sassy yes. bitch he is, he went on his Weibo, posted a selfie of him with, like, luxurious he has black, black hair, hair now. and this, like, hot leather jacket, and the caption was just, existence photo and i fucking <laughs> loved it i loved it it's so good and like as soon as i saw that i was just like you know what i just wish i just hope that he's like off with his sweet boyfriend june like enjoying a nice vacation and saying fuck you cube like ugh, yeah fuck you cube i agree so but hyuna posted these like very public couple pictures at like 1 a.m. the day after this anniversary where they didn't acknowledge him as part Mm -hmm. of the group. And uh, unsurprisingly, the universe showed their asses. Like, I knew that they would, and I I went on a rant about it on Twitter, but, like, you know, I feel like everyone wants to pretend, like, oh, I'm a cool fan. I don't care about boyfriends and girlfriends. Like, I'm cool. I'm not, like, a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. I'm a cool mom. But, like, as soon as this happened, everyone was like, um, 
Like, I mean, I guess I'm like happy for him and it's like good to see him, but like, this was not the right time. And everyone was like, I'm very uncomfortable about the timing of these pictures and like was getting very cranky. (laughs) Yeah. And I, to me, it was just like people being upset about their own refusal to see the writing on the wall because y'all, He's not in Pentagon anymore. No. He's not going to be. I'm sorry. And apparently neither is Yanan. Like, I'm sorry to continue to bring <laughs> that up. But like, uh, what the fuck? What the fuck? So I don't know what anyone expected. And they were like very sad. And it was weird. And I don't know what they were so mad at her about. Like, again, she's just going to keep existing. So then, because uh, more of like, this is, I don't know. We got to keep going on this Yana thing. There's one more thing. And then we're up to caught up to where we are. Um, she was officially 100% let go from Cube. Mm-hmm. Um, and so was Edan, no? No. Oh, that has not, not been, done. that hasn't been said. Aye, aye. So that's what's really frustrating is, um, but again, on her like being the greatest person on Instagram, <laughs> who's the greatest, <laughs> is like right after the press announcement, like again, it was a very terse Cube announcement of Kiana's contract is terminated, but. The end, like so fast. Um, She posted a video on Instagram of her. She had just gotten her hair permed. It looked so cute. And she like skips around the corner, like Mm -hmm. actual skipping. And then as the camera follows her, she runs into Edon's back and his hair was blue. Yeah. Comeback hair, baby. Right. So he had like blue hair and we got to like see him again. And she like posted this very, again, like this very like fuck you video of like them being like, you're fired and her just like skipping on her. Instagram like, and like, I'm with my boyfriend. Bye, guys. Um, I loved it. But then at the same time, there was this like letter released, and I never saw any confirmation as to whether or not it was real. It was real. There wasn't anything about it to make me think it wasn't real. But basically, this letter got sent to the press that was supposedly like a handwritten letter from Hyanna to this like CEO of Cube that basically said, like, No one has spoken to me in three weeks. Like, you guys canceled all my shit, and now no one will talk to me. And I just want to know what's going on. Like, am I fired? If I'm fired, what am I fired for? Mm -hmm. And, like, it was way too nice of a letter. (laughs) So it it definitely could have been her because it was way too nice. Um, But it basically sort of, like, ended. Like, it ended with, like... I wish nothing but, like, great success for you and everyone there, but, like, please someone give me an answer or I'm going to the press. Yeah. It, like, ended with a bit of a threat. Like, I'm going to the press on October 15th. And then, like, on October 15th, 14th at 1130 at night, they were like, she's fired. It was like they waited till the – if so if it was a real letter, they waited till the last second. And so that's why I don't think we'll – I don't know if we'll ever get an answer about Edon. Like, I think they could avoid it for all time. Like, and just never say anything. Yeah, they, they, have to. they could easily just, like, wait until his contract runs out and just, like, not acknowledge it at all until his contract is done. And then he will just, like, quietly be let go. I I feel like because there's been so much controversy. Why would and they make a statement? Hiana, yeah, like, because Hiana is so loud, I feel like they have no reason to actually acknowledge it. Um, but what's really bullshit is that they w- won't talk at all. How fucking Yanon. But June put pictures of him up. Yeah. When we that's saw what, him. That's in, literally what I was looking for right now. Is, is like, that when we saw him in the woods, 
Yeah. And we, I was, and I was, and he put no. his existence photo up. Yeah. So Yanon posted like an existence photo, right? Being like sassy and I loved exist. it. And then I was like, you know what? Um, uh, he posted something and it was like him in the woods or whatever. And I was like, you know, Ming Hao just posted also a story on his woods. Instagram where he and June were in like the wooded mountains in China. Uh, maybe Yanan is with them. And he fucking was. He was. New China line sub unit. <laughs> Let's that get it. That would be great. I, I would buy I the shit out of that. I don't want him anywhere near Cube either. No. They deserve so much better. I so knew June better. would never leave his little boo bear sad and alone. <laughs> no. And I'm just like he so pleased and happy that soon 17 will be debuting their newest 14. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, also one more moment just because I thought it was great. Edon got an Instagram, which mm-hmm. also made fans mad because it seemed like, again, a nail in a coffin that you all should have recognized a long time ago. Yeah, should but, have seen coming. But he made an Instagram. It's Edon with five E's at mm-hmm. the beginning. And the first picture that he put up was more pictures from that Japan vacation. And he tagged Hyuna on his own heart. I can't. It's so cute. Whatever. I hope that they're okay. They seem busy. She's been like on Instagram a lot, live a lot, like getting her hair done and shit. So, yeah, I wonder if she is preparing something with him. That's my dream. I mean, I feel like all of her stylists have been posting things. There's this like motif going on that's happened like since she left where like all of her like former managers and stylists and people have been posting pictures with that very classic yellow happy smiley face, smiley face. Mm-hmm. and with the caption like we are happy and they've all been doing it like different versions of it and like maybe they are just saying like it's okay, we're happy, but to me it seems like maybe it's a logo, a new yeah. album logo. It seems something. like something like mm-hmm. that to me because also Hyuna's like the queen of spoilers. For the last Triple H comeback, she put it all out on her Instagram. Like, yeah. Cube didn't even say anything. She was like, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys this is happening. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But that's how, that's an update to that saga. <laughs> that's the follow up. That's the follow up. Um, okay. What else has happened since we've been gone? Um, this is a big one, a sad one. That I like still haven't fully processed. But while we were away, drama fever died. Oh, yeah. And like other people have talked about this to death. I also would recommend the Nuna Your Business podcast episode about drama fever. They did a beautiful eulogy to drama (laughs) fever that it deserved. But like we literally just had this variety show episode where I was like, all this stuff is on drama fever premium. Mm -hmm. And we've brought it up so many times as like the place to go to get your dramas. Yeah, and like sometimes I will go back and I'll just watch my favorite drama, my love from another star. And like now where am I supposed to Yeah, and I would just randomly watch an episode of Roommate. Like I'd be like, oh remember that time that Jackson and danced to up and down and I'll just go find it. Like Every in the days following the announcement, I would just like remember another mm-hmm. thing that I couldn't watch on Drama Fever anymore. Yeah, and it's really it's shitty. Like the reason it closed is because it basically got like bought out. Yeah, um, basically, yeah. Time Warner 
if you're not American, there's this horrible cable company called Time Warner Cable, and they basically own everything now. Yeah. Like, every television cable like company is Time building Warner. Building a, a monopoly. A massive monopoly. Mm-hmm. And so they bought out the company that owns Drama Fever, and they – I think it's stupid, whatever. They basically just said, like, Ugh, licensing these shows is expensive. So they shut it down. Yeah. They didn't try try to up up membership fees Mm -hmm. or – and I feel like if you want – if they cared about it succeeding, you would say like, oh, licensing these five shows is really expensive and no one really watches them. Like, let's pull these shows. Let's make a better tier. Let's – let's well, it's $10 a month now. Rework Uh. certain things in order to offset those costs. Right. And they didn't try to do that at all. And what's really shitty about it is that there's really no one else stepping up to fill this hole like all of the shows that were available on drama fever they're just simply not available anymore so many of them Um, were drama fever exclusives and mm -hmm. that drama fever was the only place that had the rights to these shows yeah so like there is another website called vicky which has a lot of of k dramas but But it it was a different like it was like a different it's like netflix versus hulu or whatever like they have different catalogs and so just because Drama Fever is no more doesn't necessarily mean that Vicky's going to come in and swoop up all of those previous Drama Fever ones, especially when something like like Drama Fever had like all of the episodes of Running Man right. or something. And like all 300 plus episodes of Running Man, like I don't think Vicky's going to suddenly put those up. No, probably so not. So that kind of stuff is something that's like, oh, it's just lost now. Yeah. And it's really, it's very disappointing. And I feel like I should have known like looking back now, I should like I had a bad feeling about it, but I just told myself like it'll be okay because like I've mentioned on the show before, like Running Man is me and one of me and my husband's like bedtime shows. Like mm-hmm. we put on Running Man before we go to sleep, and I was in the middle of an episode that had like old teenage Hyuna on it, and she was being so cute, and it was like a two part episode, and I was so excited to finish it. Pulled up my app, and the drama fever. I mean, the Running Man page was blank. And I was like, huh? And there was an announcement that was like, Dr- uh, Running Man is currently unavailable. We'll update you when you know, we know more. And I was like, if they pulled Running Man, I'm going to cancel my subscription because that's one of the only reasons I stayed premium. Like, yeah. I can be patient for other things because, like, at the time, the premium subscription would, like, get you new episodes of a currently airing yeah. drama or, like, this movie was premium only. Mm-hmm. But I mostly had premium for the full Running Man catalog. Right. And it was gone. And I was, like, wary about it and was like, huh, that was weird. But I didn't think that two weeks later the whole app would die. It's crazy. I still it's, haven't. It's really wild. I still haven't deleted it from my phone, like. Because I'm like, I don't want to say goodbye yet. It's like very, it's very upsetting. And I I was trying to like commiserate with my coworkers about it. And I was like, you guys don't understand. Like this was the only place. You don't know. Yeah. Ugh. So rest in peace, Drama Fever. I'm so Mm -hmm. sorry that that happened to you. We will miss you sincerely. Sad. Um, Let's see. What else has been going on? Uh, Lay released an English album that's horny as fuck. It's so horny. <laughs> Why is it so horny? So my baby now Lay he's finally getting it in, getting it in. <laughs> Sorry Rich. if that was really vulgar. Man, no, I like it. But whatever. Uh, so Lay from EXO, he released his second full solo album. Mm-hmm. It's called Namanamana. 
<laughs> and it has 12 Chinese tracks and 12 English tracks. Mm-hmm. And the English tracks, correct me if I'm wrong, are just English versions of the Chinese yes. tracks. Yeah. Yes. But these English versions are so horny. Yeah. yeah. It's like a whole album of peach. It's dirty. I love uh, it. But I really like it. I've been really enjoying it. The music video for Namanamana is something else. Yeah, the music video is wild. It's like uh, Howl's Moving Castle meets um, Mad Max. Yeah, it also reminded me a little bit of um, that second Maze Runner movie. Scorch Trials. Yeah, because yeah. they're in the desert. That's yeah. why they say Mad Max because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. crazy cars. It's like, like desert and into like the desert. Lay has like a package that he's like needing mm-hmm. to deliver. Yeah, but there's like this crazy like floating like house yes. in the sky. But I did like my my XOL heart and my like OT9 heart was like very mm-hmm. happy that there's like a moment where like the truck kind of crashes and all of the like packages are like floating in space and like the one package is glowing. And when he opens it, his power orb is in it like yeah. don't forget he's like, part of exo and he has, part of he has powers yeah um there's a really cool part where they're like all dancing on the like him and a bunch of people are dancing on the side of a cliff that's cool as shit yeah. um, also the um what's the other single that he released a music video for um the one that's like a really cool optical illusion it's, it's like all in black and white give me a chance give me a chance yeah that song is great the and his dancing is incredible in both of these music videos like uh, i love give me a chance it's really yeah. good so um it has really funny english and it sometimes like what is that line where he's like and it goes and like it fine. goes like we go out on a date and it goes like fine it's uh <laughs> one two three where you at won't you come with me to a place where it's just you and me and it, and goes, it goes like, like fine <laughs> <laughs> I love it goes like fine. It goes like fine. Uh, It makes me so happy. Uh, So that's like a cool thing. Um, Also, just a thing that like pointed at that I noticed and it didn't ruin Namanamana, but it's the only thing I can think of is it sounds like what time is it from High School Musical 2. What time is it? Summertime. Let's graduate. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds a lot like that, but it's very... And he also, in pure, like the rudest, rudest, typical EXO fashion... There is a scene where he is shirtless, but it is backlit. So he's a shadow. Yeah, he's Get dancing out. in the water in the bright sunlight, and it's like filmed from below so that the <laughs> sun is like perfectly behind his head. So you can't so see it's shit. just like shadow torso, <laughs> and you're like, damn it, Lay! Damn it, Lay, indeed. Um, yeah, so that's a thing that I would have talked about if the show was happening while we were gone. Uh, my baby put out another solo album, and it's all in English, so I can understand how horny it is, like, right off the bat. Yeah. And I asked on her Twitter, and nobody answered me. But if anyone listening to this speaks Mandarin, please tell me if the Mandarin versions are this horny, or if he just snuck it into the English yeah. ones. I need to know. Yeah. This is why I like it's honestly a blessing that like I don't speak Korean and that I purposefully don't look up lyrics because if I knew how dirty all the EXO songs were, like they're already hard enough. Yeah. And I don't even know what they're saying. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, totally. It's like, I think that's a bit of a K-pop blessing in many ways. It's like not fully understanding lyrics can save you. Yeah, it really, it can save you a lot of exasperation. Exasperation. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Uh, were there any other comebacks that were worth mentioning? Wacky Mecky came back. Yes, Wacky Mecky came back. Mm-hmm. Um, we get, I want to talk about them a little later in okay. the episode, so we'll come back to it. But that was that's very good. Good to see them. Um, he is currently Key promoting will be out soon. and teasing uh, his first solo album, which is Key from very Shiny. Exciting. Yes, Key from Shiny. Um, if you don't know that, if you don't get um, out of this podcast, is not for you. Um, yes, he from Shiny is coming out with. By the time this episode come comes out, yeah, it'll already, be out. It'll already be out. It should be. Um, so, but while we are recording this episode, he's just released. Uh, teaser images and like a quick teaser video for his upcoming solo debut, which is called Forever Yours. Is that um, the one that has So You on it? Yes. Okay. It so You from Sistar, yeah. who like did some, and like we've mentioned her a bunch as like a person yeah. who's like the She's person a common you do for solo. Yeah. 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 Um, I also, I'm hoping, I mean, uh, no, I don't want to talk out of my ass if it's like, if the track is, do you know, is there like a track list out yet or anything? I haven't seen one. Because I'm also very curious if there are more collabies on it. Um, He has so many friends. And so I wonder, and I know that like on one of his Instagram posts, Boa commented something like, hee hee, I already know all of this, or like, I've already heard all of it or something. So I wonder if she features on it. Um... Regardless, I'm very, very, I'm very excited, excited for this comeback. He he did a, l- a quick little performance, not of Forever Yours, but of a different song. Chemistry? Like a, or no? no it chemicals. 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 Um, it was at like a fashion show yeah. or something. He kind just of like walked how, out yeah. in the middle of this fashion show, dropped this sexy ass song, Snatched and then like all our wigs. Literally stomped off stage with a peace sign. And just disappeared without saying anything. It was amazing. And the song is like such a jam. The choreography is fantastic. He sounds phenomenal in it. Like, I cannot wait for this debut. It's going to be so good. It's going to be super good. I'm really excited. Um, One of our listeners the other day uh, sent us an Instagram message because Key put up a picture with Joy from Red Velvet. Uh And the caption was like, You've really become a woman to me now or something like a very nice, like, oh, you've grown up. And this listener was like, are they dating? And I was like, I don't know. But I hope she, at the very least, has a track on his new album. Like, because I think it would be, I want him to, I want it to be like full of collabs. Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, he can carry himself. It's fine. I'm just saying, like you said, he has a lot of friends. Yeah. So like if anyone was going to do like a crazy collabby album, I feel Mm -hmm. like he could pull it off. Yeah. And Tamin featured uh, Solgi from Red Velvet on one of his songs. So maybe he will feature, will feature Joy. Ooh, that reminds me of another thing that like, there's been a lot of English stuff coming out recently. Um, NCT put out an English album, I did not love the single, so I unfortunately don't have anything to say other than Honestly, like, I didn't even okay. listen to it. It's okay. Um, as lots of people said. Oh, no, said, that's not true. I did start it, and I, I didn't finish yeah. it. Yeah. As most people say, the Korean version is better than the English version anyway. Um, but SM Station, Gloria, that I loved. Wendy from Red <gasps> yes! Velvet. Wendy put out an SM Station song with John with Legend. John Legend. That's a big fucking deal. The entire song so. is in English. It's 
beautiful. So beautiful. Um, what is the song called? Written in the Stars. Written in the Stars. It's gorgeous. Um, it's the plot of the song is basically like Wendy and John Legend like meet on a train. Um, the plot and, of the music video. Yeah, the plot yeah, of the yeah, music yeah. video is that they like meet on a train. Um, and it's really gorgeous in that sort of SM station coffee shop sort of way. Yeah. Um, and it's it's really really cool to see one of my favorite English artists like doing this yeah. K-pop crossover. And I really also neat. thought it was really neat because it doesn't often happen this way that John Legend and Wendy are in the music video. Yes, because they're both of, in it. They're and in mm-hmm. the same scenes, like yeah, together. Yeah, together. They like actually <laughs> took the time. Whether he came, he came, went to Korea or she went to the U.S. I don't know, but they were physically in the same place. Yeah, which doesn't often happen with those kinds of like mm-hmm. crossovers. Yeah, but that was really cool. That was um, really neat. I really like that song. I've been listening to that. A yeah, lot. it's very good. Um, another recent comeback that I've been super super into is Boa. Oh um, my god, uh, she came out and just slayed us all you with her guys. track woman the music video is fantastic and the performances are unreal she posted this video i like highly i mean watch any of the performances and they're phenomenal because she's such a pro like she's bit this year will be her 20th, 20th year in K-pop. Yeah. She's because, 34 years old. Yeah. She <laughs> debuted when she was 13. So this is her 20th year as a solo artist. So she's like an untouchable professional. And she posted this video on her Instagram um, that you can like swipe through in order to hear the entire song. But it's a compilation of all of her performances of woman. And the uh, like vocals in it are so seamless and perfect. And like the cut between it are just like such oh they're so flawless because she's so incredible i love that song it's a power anthem yes it has like part of the beat is like high heels walking yeah and it has this great like feels good to be a woman <laughs> and it's oh yeah, i love it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the choreography is so cool um, she gets carried in Upside down. upside down. Like she's walking on the ceiling. Core strength like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. To the little. Oh, it's so good. It's and so cool. I saw like a thing of her talking about how dangerous it is that she's doing that. Oh, I'm like, sure. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, it can't be safe. No, no, no. <laughs> but it's amazing. But it's so And she does cool. it so well. It's so cool. Yeah. So highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Like highly I haven't listened to the rest of that album, but it's I good. really, really, really love that song. It's and the super music good. video. And all of the performances. I feel like I haven't listened to the album enough to be like, ooh, this track specifically. Um, but I know that I can say that like the couple of days that I've listened to the album in full, like while I'm working or whatever, just letting it play, that there isn't a single mm-hmm. out of place, skip it. Uh, yeah like it's a as like just listening to the album throughout the day like yeah none of them are offensive yeah no it's all it's all a good one nice um so that's yeah fucking boa boa um feels good to be a woman um let's see oh another thing that's like very very random and i don't have anybody's like names pulled up and i don't know if they want me to pull them up anyway but somebody like tweeted us a little while ago that was like 
anniversary contest winners. And I realized that I like never said anything about that on the podcast, but I did pick winners for my like anniversary contest. And I sent out a 17 album and two shiny albums and a Pentagon album and an NCT album to like five lovely listeners. They sent me pictures of all of their albums and like what photo cards they got. And it was very exciting because girl, it was hard to not open them. Like now that I know the like all the treats, the joy or, like, of opening excitement. a K-pop album, mm-hmm. that like having five of them in my home and just <laughs> having to stick them in an envelope and not open them was crazy. I wanted to open them so bad. Well, then it's good that they all sent you pictures yes. of like all the insides. Yes, thank so you, that you can everyone. Curiously enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> so just so you know, if you've been unfortunately, if you've been waiting on pins and needles for six months, like yeah, I gave I gave all those albums away, but it was. <laughs> fun it was really fun thanks everybody who like sent me one of those yeah who participated and who sent in their k-pop origin stories um what else anything else to catch up on or should we get to our like loosey-goosey topic for the day i I can't think of anything yeah i feel like the only thing that i've that we've been like ramping up and waiting for was this exo thing, and we just did a whole episode about that so i think i think that's it yeah um, oh, I'll save. I have one more thing. I'll save it for my rec as a thing that came out while we were gone. I'm going to save it for my rec. Um, but also just like in case anyone one hasn't looked, this new Monster X comeback is something else. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't love the song. It's very um, noisy to me. But the dance is crazy. It's the crazy. It's one of the craziest dances I've seen in a really long time. Yeah, the song is called Shootout. Uh-huh. Um and the the chorus is very catchy, but like the verses are just sort of like they're just a little aggressive mm-hmm. in the way that I don't like my music to be. Um, but the dance is crazy, and they're wearing really hot flight suits, and one yes. of them is super, super buff, and he, like, very, very much unzips his flight suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the beginning, they do this crazy, like, vibrate move where they go, like, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and it's really cool. It's really neat. So, so if you're for looking, all those mon babies, yeah, if you're looking for something kind of smexy to look at, like there's a yeah. there's a Monster X comeback out. And there. And if you don't like the song itself, um, it's very entertaining to watch on mute. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, okay, so um, we really just wanted to like have a catch up episode today because we've like been gone forever and whatever. So. Um, Something that one of our listeners asked as a, like, potential episode topic, we didn't feel like we could fill a whole episode with it, but we can talk about it for a minute. Yeah. Someone asked us for what groups that we find to be underrated. Yeah. And I wish so desperately that I could be like, all right, here's 10 groups, but, like, we're basic bitches that like popular ass we K-pop. To really, Sorry. Yeah, like we love Shiny, we love EXO, we love Seventeen, like we Mama Moo, like all of our favorite groups are very popular. So I don't groups. have any hidden. Ge- I wish I, I wish I had nothing but hidden gems for you. But I have I don't. a few like singles that I really like. Like there's, I really like this song called "Confusing" by Teen Top, but that's like the only song by Teen Top that I that I have. So, so you I feel don't, like you can't confidently. I be can't. Like, 
Teen confidently top say that underrated. they're underrated. I don't know anything about them. Or like, I there are a few songs by Icon that I like. There's a few songs by like Golden Child or something, mm-hmm. that I like. but I don't know enough of their discography to like confidently yeah. recommend them. So I guess we can talk for like I, I feel like I have a few like a handful of groups that I feel like don't get the amount of attention that I think that they should. And we mentioned it a few minutes ago, but I really like Wecky Meeky and I don't know why everyone won't get on board with this. They're awesome. I love them. They have like a very, I mean, I feel like they really encapsulate a lot of different, um, like just perfect K-pop girl group things. Mm -hmm. Like they can do the sort of like cutesy songs and they can also do the like, super catchy, really awesome choreography. They're such good dancers. They're such good dancers. Mm. I was going to say as my, like, recommendation, like, if you've never seen a moment of Wecky Mickey, I would say watch the I don't like your girlfriend dance practice. Yeah, it's And so then try cool. not to be amazed. Yeah, it's so cool. They're like, yeah, they're very cool. So Wecky Mickey just per- debuted last year in 2017. Um, this is another one of those... I think it's unfortunate, and, like, this might come up, because it's going to come up in the next group that my other underrated group is this, like, this IOI problem. And I'm very concerned for if they ever break up the 101 boys. Like, the same thing happening where Wikimiki is a group where two of the girls were Mm -hmm. in IOI. Yeah. And were very popular in IOI. And then they got put in a group from their company, which is Fantasio. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is the same as Astro. Um, and, but I just think that the other, that the girls who were famous beforehand, like come up with this crazy, like advantage. And I just don't know if the other members like ever get the same Mm -hmm. attention because it's like the other two got to spend a year in like an extremely popular group. Yeah. So their faces and names are like significantly more well known than the other members of the group. And so I I guess the idea is ultimately that like their fame would draw because you like you jung in, and doyan that you like watch. you're going to watch and listen and get to know wacky mecky which isn't always the case um and like it worries me that wacky mecky like isn't as popular as i want them to be because they're so talented they're really good um but i guess we'll just have to wait and see yeah because that was on a different on it's a different group and they will be back soon they're like about to have a comeback or it will have happened by the time this episode is airing but dia remember where they were like one of our Mm -hmm. first random game groups i saw on that first episode of the unit that i watched the audition episode of the unit two girls from dia like auditioned as a duo and when Hyanna or Rain or whatever judge asked them like why are you doing this they were like because when we debuted all of the articles said Chayun and those other girls like because they were not the IOI member like they don't matter and like and so like it was a very big bummer and I like like I don't know I don't know how this Mm. whole thing is gonna like shake out this like making these temporary groups Mm -hmm. And then shoving those kids yeah. into 
other groups where they overshadow the rest of their members yeah. just by existing. Totally. And it's also weird because, like, in the case of Wana One, like, some of the members of Wana One are from other groups. Like, one of them is from Newest. newest. He has and to so go back to Newest. Newest is in the interim, like, going, promoting as Newest W. And they're doing a great job. Like, Newest already had a very significant fan base. Like, maybe they're underrated. I don't know. <laughs> um, they're very good. Um, but yeah, like, they're, but they're missing a member. And so, like, they're just having to, like, wait for Waiting. him to come That's back. What the w That's what the stands W for. stands for, which is sad and weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, but like 101 was only supposed to be together for a year and they have like extended them because they're so ungodly popular that they um, can't let it go. But they like yet. can't disband them. And what is that? What is going to happen to them when they disband? I, I really don't know. I don't know. But. The point was, I was talking about Wekimiki mm-hmm. and how I think they're great. They are great. They have two albums out right now, or two, like, EPs, but, like, you know, like, yeah. 16 tracks total in their career. Um, and I really liked it. There was uh, some some B-sides from their first album, because I haven't li- – the new one is too new that I can't make mm. recommendations. But on their first album, um, Stay With Me and Neverland and yeah. Fantastic are all really good. Um, I don't like her girlfriend was their debut single, and I still think that's just like a fucking bop. Yeah, like, I like that song. It's classic girl group K-pop, like a little sassy, mm-hmm. um, a little bit like Frankenstein-y in that like verses and choruses and bridges like could be three completely different songs. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, and then their second EP came out earlier this year, and the mm-hmm. the um, titled track was called La La La. Yeah, we which learned is great. that at dance I class. I love La La La. That song is fantastic. Um, and there were a few, let me see, wait, I want to pull that up, because there were a few B-sides from that uh, album that I liked, and I just want to take a moment and uh, call and some call of them, them out. out. Let's see. Um, I liked Lucky. I like Iron Boy Fine, too. It's a little weird. It's a but little I like weird. It. It's a little weird. And then Butterfly was like a very, very sappy like mm-hmm. so, but it but it was for the Olympics. It was like an official. Yeah. So that's something like they yeah, had an cool. official Olympics for the song. Olympics. Um, but that album was also pushed back. It was debuted because their company had some like internal shifts in uh, like CEOs. I think it was like they got bought by a they Chinese got bought by company. a Chinese company, and the Chinese company that bought them pushed out their their president and replaced them with like a Chinese oh, guy. Um, and so in while all of that was happening, the Wacky Mickey um, follow up EP was like pushed was delayed, but it did come out. Yeah. Um, and they did, like, a full promotion for it and everything. Like, yes. the dance for La 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 is great. I uh, highly recommend some of their uh, performances. Totally. Um, and then they just, in uh, the beginning of October, came out with, like, another little uh, single single album. It has three tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the single's called Kiss, Kicks. Yeah. Okay. But the title track is Crush. Yes. Um, and I really liked the song. I don't like the video because they have guns. So don't many like guns. So many guns. So many guns. Yeah. And the tone <laughs> of the music video is very weird. Wacky. And that is like 
it's like serious, like they're like preparing for like a heist or something, but they're also like clumsy and goofy and silly. And, and all the like, members have like different powers. Like one of them is way too strong. Yeah. And one is real good with guns. And like one is and good one of at them computers. Is like archery or something. I don't know. It's very weird. I'm not sure. But I loved, like, I think I said this in a tweet. So forgive me if I'm repeating myself but my favorite thing about this about crush is that it sounds like it came out 10 years ago yeah and it, it like does. hits that that girls generation fan like in me like mm-hmm. it sounds like old girl group k-pop yeah and so i really appreciate that totally and i think that that's something that you could say as a whole about Wecky Mecky's discography. Yeah. Like, in general, I think they do have a sort of dated K-pop girl group sound. But, but not I in like a way it. that's bad. Not yeah. in a bad way. In a good way. In a good way. Totally. Um, before I get to my other, like, similar underrated girl group, do you have an underrated group that you want to talk about for a moment? Not really. Not one that I, like, know well enough to really talk about in depth. Um, I will say, like, I will throw out some names of groups that I think are underrated or, or like, that, you know— some mm-hmm. newer groups that are very good and worth checking out would be like Astro and Golden Child. They are both boy uh-huh. groups. Um, I also would recommend uh, Up Tension, Ooh. which is like Up U P and then the number ten one zero. Yeah, T I O N. Um, they are fantastic dancers. Like they're so so good. Um, their choreography is really cool. I don't know enough of their discography to like specifically recommend um, certain tracks or albums, but I do know like from what I've heard on Tumblr and stuff, like their fans are very like, they're so good. Like they need to more attention, <laughs> whatever, which I'm sure is true of like most groups, but true. they, they are very good. Um, this is another group that is underrated, but still together. And a group that we've mentioned before is called Speed. And they oh. are that super crazy acrobatic boy group yes. that had that really cool song on Healy's. And then they do like really, really banana. Anna's choreography because they are literally gymnasts and acrobats and they do like crazy fucking shit in their choreography. Um, so just like a few boy groups, like if you're looking for some like lesser known ones, some names to throw out there, Astro, Golden Child, Uptension. Kanakun! Kanaka! Kanakun! They're not good and they're uh, not around anymore, but I they were know, good. But they were good. And uh, a speed. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, okay, so the other one that I want to talk about for a minute, because this is, again, we're basic bitches. We like popular groups. Sorry. But Priston. I love Priston. This is another fucking IOI offshoot, which is weird. But they're from Pledis, which is Seventeen's company. Yes. So there's also a lot of very funny pre-debut Priston 17 videos. Go find them on YouTube. It's great. Yeah, there are. Baby 17s talking to these Priston girls who are a foot taller than them because they're all 12 and it's so funny. There's that performance of they do like a Call Me Maybe. Me. Yeah, they do a little couple dance. It has like Dino and Sun Quan and Ming Hao and... One other member that I can't remember. The video is, like, very poor quality. It's clearly, like, pre-debut training. Like, Mm -hmm. let's see if they can do this. And they do. It's, like, in a little, like, tiny room with maybe, like, other people from the company or something. In, like, a black, a very tiny black box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's very cute. Um, So, Priston, I love Priston. I think they're great. 
there are eight, ten members. <laughs> Two, four, six, eight. Yeah, there are ten members. Kristen, um, their member Kyukyung, who is Chinese, if I remember correctly, was in IOI. Okay. A lot of them were on Producer 101 but didn't survive to the full um, show. So, like, four of them at least had, like, household name recognition and that they, like, featured enough on the show or, like, were sadly voted out in a way that made people remember them. Mm-hmm. Um, but their debut song was called Wee Woo. And I st- I, I think wee, wee, one of the greatest songs that came out in 2017, like, really high up for me. I love Wee Woo. It's like the best use. I think DJ Peter from K-Pop Cast has said it's like the best use of a siren in a song like <laughs> ever. Um, but like, I don't know. Prison is just like so fun mm-hmm. and so bubbly and so bright. I loved every song on their first album. I thought, which is called Hi, Priston, And it's really good. I loved it. Um, unfortunately, I feel like the only reason that people know who Priston is is because there is a member in their group called Ky- – her name is Kyla. She's the Makne. She's like 14 years old. And when they debuted, a bunch of people were like, she's fat. <gasps> so she quit. Oh. Um, she's still technically in the group, but she's living here in L.A. with her family because she like – couldn't stand it anymore. And her, like, brother tried to defend her online and then, you know, deleted his whole Twitter or whatever because people were coming for him. And there's, like, popular K-pop YouTubers that have lost millions of followers and, like, everyone still remembers that they hated on Kyla. So, like, that's the only... I feel like that's the only thing Priston gets in the, like, atmosphere of K-pop is that, like, they had a group member who's, like, basically been bullied off of stage for being, like, a young teenager with baby fat on her face. That's so sad. It is sad. Because... uh, I'm not gonna go there. I'm gonna keep it in. Keep it in. I will not offend. I will not offend. Um, but I will say that Priston also this year debuted a subunit, Priston yeah. V, and their song was really cool. It was really, really into that Priston V song. I think it was your like recommendation for the last episode or like two, ep- a couple episodes I ago. I think it was. I think it was. But yeah, get it. Priston V was just like a five member, um, subunit of Priston. I'm guessing because after they did their second album, uh, we like, is when Kyla took a break. So I wonder mm-hmm. if they made a subunit as like a as a way to I think nicely not put out a comeback without a member because like yeah. we said in our cube cranky episode that like I don't think that's cool to no. put out full albums without a member. Like unless there's unless there's like a significant acknowledgement of like like when EXID came out with duh, 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 yes. they were like our fifth member is ill and she is taking a year-long hiatus and she was still included in like the photo book yeah and but she just wasn't featured on the album and that's something where it's like we acknowledge that this member is still with us and still important but we are going to continue to promote without them for a moment yeah. whereas like when they come out with something like coco bop or whatever they're just gonna put out the war and they're not even gonna mention the fact yeah. that they isn't there or, or, or they're just Pentagon Naughty Boy, that, like eight that, people, whatever. Yeah, and they're not even going to mention the fact that Yanon exists. 
existence photo. Existence photo. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that's like boring, but I feel like my answers are like Wecky Mecky and Priston, like two very new girl groups that I feel like don't get attention. Yeah. Cause I remember when I, we were first, when I don't like her girlfriend came out mm-hmm. back to Wiki Mickey, when that came out, we were both like so impressed by it. And I like made some GIF sets for Tumblr to be like, yeah. And the like Wecky Mickey tag was empty. And I was yeah. like, what? Where is every? Why is everyone Where sleeping on this? Where are all of the fans? So yeah, um, and I feel like in that same note, like if we were going to go old school, and I know we've ranted about this before, but on the same ticket, like fucking FX, like why didn't FX like ever come back after four walls? Yeah, or ever get the attention that they deserved? I thought it was funny, like somebody that I follow on Tumblr, like when all the seasons seasons greetings to explain. SM does, I don't know if other companies, I truly don't know if other companies do this, but SM does a thing every year called Seasons Greetings, where it's like this massive calendar that comes with like photo books and keychains and who fucking knows, it costs like $100 and it's this crazy calendar and they put one out for every group every year. Yeah. So they they like put out all the Seasons Greetings, the 2019 Seasons Greetings teasers and somebody I followed was like, no FX Seasons Greetings? And I was like, <laughs> Of course not. Like, of course not. Uh, that's that's an update that we didn't mention. Those season greetings photos came out oh, before EXO even released. EXO has all their, their titties out in their uh, season greetings uh, And Shiny looks great in theirs. Like, the good boys that they are. And EXO is, like, oily and, like, has... They have, like, constellation tattoos and, like, sh- blazers with no shirts on underneath. And, uh Titties, side titties from everyone. Tyler has like a constellation on his neck. It it's really so gross. Good. It's so much. It looks I so will good. say, this is off topic, but I'm not going to lie. Like seeing four names spelled out so blatantly on the front of the shiny citizens greetings, like oh. caught my breath in a way I like wasn't expecting it to. Yeah. Cause like he was in them last year. Yeah. And that was the weird thing is last year's shiny season's greetings. I remember people being like, there's Onu pictures in this. Like we don't acknowledge him right now. He's on our shit list. Um, but anyway, FX never got attention. That was the point. Is that like FX was forever underrated their whole existence. Mm -hmm. If you ask me. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate that like Luna and Amber are still around. Like Luna did a great job this year at, uh, oh my God, it's Halloween. That's something we didn't talk about. (laughs) Yes. SM has a Halloween party every year and nobody cared about it until shiny started dressing up and going because they are fantastic at Halloween. Yes. Key in particular, but also Onu like key and Onu love a good grease paint costume oh yeah like, like fully paint me there's what they're like to down be for. painted like the best is when key was ronald mcdonald and onu was the colonel, colonel sanders for, yeah, yeah from kentucky fried chicken um that was fantastic they did like a battle it was so good key was marge simpson one year um he painted his entire body yellow this year he was filming something so he couldn't be at the actual party mm-hmm. so a week in advance he dressed up in full Voldemort makeup. You can go to his Instagram and see a video of him getting the makeup put on. Bald cap, fake nails, shitty teeth, 
No, all of it. No nose. nose, like all of it. And then he got a cardboard, cut, a life-size cardboard cutout made of himself in his Voldemort pose, then made a separate, larger-than-life cardboard cutout of, of just, just his, his face, face <laughs> sent those to the SM Town Halloween party. He showed up at the very end of the night and won Best Dress. He still won and he didn't <laughs> even come. And he came without a costume. And it's funny because, uh, so yeah, the SM Halloween party is great every single year. Last year, Chanyol wore a $3,000 fully operational Iron Man costume yep. and lost to key dressed as Marge Simpson. Yep. So he didn't even show he this year. I this think year. he couldn't even show his face <laughs> after that because I know that he thought he would win in that costume yeah, and it he, didn't he thought he work. Would win. But last he year was lost. really funny because I want to say, forgive me and citizens if I'm wrong, but I think it was Tail from NCT wore a Bell costume last year and so yes. did Yeri from Red Bell. <laughs> Yeah. And she was so upset because he looked better than her. And yeah. she was like, that's not fair. Uh, and another incredible NCT costume from this year was uh, Jack and Rose from mm-hmm. Titanic. I don't know the members of NCT that wore Jack and Rose, but that was really great. You um, can also, they did they did a dance practice of their new single in their Halloween costumes. So oh, you can okay. find so that you can on YouTube. They also did a Ten from NCT and another member of NCT whose name I don't know because Ten is one of the only one whose <laughs> name I know. Um, he and another member were Mona Lisa and Leonardo da Vinci, and so Ten like wore like a wig and like <laughs> maybe he wasn't Mona Lisa. Actually, someone was Mona Lisa. I've seen videos of someone dancing to that Lonely Island, like Mona Lisa, you're an overrated piece of shit. <laughs> it was like the video of like um, NCT dancing to. Well, it. I you know what. I, I could be wrong in identifying that as as Ten's costume, but he was wearing a dress uh-huh. and a wig, <laughs> and with a guy who was wearing a a wig and like a sort of an old man costume, and they were holding a f- picture frame. That sounds so. Like I that's assumed they that they were Mona Lisa and, and Da Vinci. That sounds I don't, right. I don't to know me. if they were, um, but I really liked the the NCT Jack and Rose. That was good. They like posed in their little like top king of the world pose. Yeah. It was cute. It was super cute. So but SM- the reason I brought it up oh. is because Luna appeared yes! as Groot. <laughs> she was baby Groot and she was wearing this like enormous head mm-hmm. of Groot and like an army costume and the whole evening it was like, guess who's in the Groot costume? And it ended up being it Luna. Ended up being and, Luna. Really and it's so funny because I feel like Luna has never worn a quote unquote like flattering costume like she likes Halloween and not Uh like trying to look hot on Halloween it's not important to her she will just like commit to the Halloween in whatever way that that means and it's every time it's super funny Mm -hmm. um but yeah okay I don't know. I don't know if I have any other underrated groups. And I the don't. Other, I listen to mainstream groups. I'm sorry. Yeah. And the other part of the question was overrated groups and how dare you, I would never <laughs> say. How I would never. Yeah, fucking right. Never. I would never tell you that I think anyone is overrated. <laughs> Everyone is great. Don't worry about it. You were not in this business of making enemies. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um... How dare you beta? So, how about you tell us who's an underrated group that you like 
as yeah. like, as we said at the very beginning of this episode, like we're trying to like mess with the format a little bit. So like, mm-hmm. hey, send us some of your underrated groups. We can probably read them at the beginning of next week's episode. Yeah, absolutely. We could maybe like feature an underrated yeah. group because like, we like we said, yeah, we don't know, but y'all might know. So hit us up mm-hmm. if you have one. Um, and we'll be right back with a random game. All right, we're back. And we got a semi-recent-ish boy group this time called 24K. Uh Uh-huh. They debuted in 2012, and they are still around. Um, They have currently six members. um, Well, technically, they have eight members right now, but... They have two of them are in the military, so they are currently promoting with only six. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, debuted in 2012. Mm-hmm. There have been a ton of member changes. We were having a hard time making. Like, they started out as a smaller group called 4K. They yes? started out as a subunit okay. called, uh, it was an acoustic pop subunit called 4K. And then they, date with four vocalists, Corey, Sokjun, Kisu, and Sungo. And they came out with a song called Rocking Girl. And then they added Dale and Byung-ho to become 24K. So 24K. Uh-huh. That was their first mini album, Hurry Up. Um, and that was their like official debut. And then... Read this sentence because okay. I like... It's so many things. <laughs> okay. 24K released their second mini album, You Are So Cute, on August 1st, 2013. A cute concept. The title track features a hard rock guitar sound mixed with a European style house beat, which is just. That's so many things. That's a lot of things happening all at once. Um, so I'm very intrigued to listen to them and, and see like what, what they what actually the deal sound is. like. Um, yeah. Um, so all we, I mean, they've been around a long time. They've had a lot of member changes. They have two members in the military right now. Mm-hmm. The only reason, like I didn't realize I had heard their name, but the only reason I had heard their name is, and again, we can absolutely get into this in another episode, but the former president of South Korea is this lady Park Yun-hae. Mm-hmm. She is in jail right now. Yes. Because of being a bad president. And she we was can, corrupt she and was took bribery. Corrupt. Like, there was a lot of things. And she came out with something called a blacklist of celebrities that were excluded from receiving support from the state. Because we've mentioned this a couple times. Like, the Korean government, they have, like, a ministry of, like, art and culture. And, and we'll tourism. talk about them someday. And they they financially support certain aspects yeah, like of in a Korean artistic grant yeah kind of way um and so 24k was the only idol group on this president's blacklist as being one of the cele- uh, like a group of celebrities that would not receive s- support from the state um we don't know exactly no why. like why but basically the blacklist is just anyone who expressed any sort of support against governmental commands about the Sewol accident and artists who opposed presidential candidates Park Won-soon and Moon Jae-in so I don't know what these boys did in order to get on But this I remember blacklist. seeing this in the news because the blacklist was revealed at long after she'd been kicked out. Like yeah. it was and so I remember people being like, "Huh? Why them?" And I still yeah. am like, "Huh? Why them?" And the list included their former member four of their former excuse me, five of their former members and their former manager. Um but they seem to have like a pretty at least like a relative 
amount of success. Yeah, it was saying they went on like a massive world tour that ended with like an extra four stops because people were like, we can't get enough of 24K. Yeah, and they not only like did a world tour, but they also, they did, most of their dates were in Europe, which is rare for K-pop. Yeah, K-pop never goes to Europe. That's what the European fans all complain about, that no one ever comes to them. Yeah, so 24K or 24K did go on a European tour with like five different countries and then did an encore tour to visit four more of the highly requested countries. So they have a very big like European fan base. Um, I don't know anything about them. I don't know. I think it's time to just watch something because yeah. I am very I, curious. The oh, only thing I want to say is that they did come out with something this year um, which is called Bonnie and Clyde. It came out in May um, and they promoted it as six because two of their members are currently in the military. In the military. So here we go. Okay. We are going to watch their most watched music video which is called Superfly and it is from three years ago so maybe some of these members are no longer a part of it but here we go all right i'm a little nervous <laughs> okay we have a guy looking oh whoa Ooh, buzz cut that's rare okay they're like spray painting lockers they're in like school uniforms but like tough guy school uniforms Okay. Okay, a lot of like pelvic thrusts. They're a very handsome group. Yeah, I was about to say that. Like a lot of really beautiful jaw lines in this group, which mm. is a thing I have. So, points already. He looks like Jung Han. <laughs> This is that kind of, so far, it's that yelly K-pop yeah. that I don't like. Yeah. I don't like when people... <laughs> really intense body rolls happening. Such, that's like the majority of this choreography is just like pelvic body rolls. Oh, acrobatics. <laughs> We haven't, nothing's changed. They're still spray painting lockers and uniforms. They're just like in different places. Like one of their sets looks like it's in some like, I don't know, blacklight basement. A lot of brick and graffiti. Graffiti, lots of graffiti. Yeah. Ritz crackers, a very prominent (laughs) box of Ritz crackers. I hope they paid them for that. And he's wearing one of those joke Budweiser shirts where it says something else instead of the right look I like this chorus. We're doing big body rolls now to catch up with 24K. You pointed it out at the beginning, but that shaved head is throwing me. I feel like yeah. a shaved head is so rare. It is, a buzz cut is so, so rare. Oh, now we're going to smash some shit. Yeah, he has a croquet mallet and there's flickery TVs, so I think they're going to smash them. Here it goes. Yeah! <laughs> 
Oh, he's doing that cool dance. Like crumpy. Crumping, that's what it's called. All right, this song has grown on me. <laughs> it didn't take much, did it? Oh, oh, is that, that an abrupt ending? I hate when these end like so suddenly. It always takes me by surprise. Look at that huge ball about <laughs> thing of cheese balls. Cheese balls are a K-pop <laughs> trope. They're a K-pop yes, video they trope. Are. Cheese balls. Like in them, I I use uh, last, last night's, night's story. story, and like I think there's a BTS video, and like a and I'm, there's definitely a girls in front of the fridge something with cheese balls, cheese balls for sure. Kiana might have them in like now troublemaker. Like I don't yeah, know cheese balls or one of those, maybe like there's a Mamamoo or like Wonder Girl or something with cheese balls. I A-Pink, I think that in the I'm So Sick video, uh, because Namju's like whole thing is like a kitchen, she might have mm, cheese balls. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Cheese balls are a K-pop thing. That's all. That's really funny. Okay, well, that was 24K, Superfly. Yeah. Superfly. They, like I, like we said, they were all very, very handsome. Um, yes, very handsome. How many members? One, two, three, four, five. Okay, there were six members during at this that point. comeback, but I don't know who they are. I don't know who. Because according to the little color-coded timeline on Wikipedia, there are only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are eight people at the moment. Yes. A bunch of them are in the military. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That was interesting. Anyway. That was that. Do I? I'll, I can go first, but recommendations sure. for the week. Go for it. I hesitated to bring this up earlier in the episode, but something that has come out since the last time you heard from us, IU has a new album out right now. Yeah, and her single is called BB. Mm-hmm. Like BB. It's like too many B's and like an I. Um, I love the song. It's super sassy. The music video is cute as shit. Yeah. Really, really cute. And again, it's like IU. I think we talked about it in our like solo episode that like Hyuna and IU are both very good at like calling out the industry and the people and society and whatever like in their lyrics. And mm-hmm. this is another very clear example of this where all of the lyrics are just like, all of y'all are obsessed with me and like, oh, she looks skinny. She looks stressed out, like meh. And her just sort of being like, I don't care. And my favorite part is that the chorus ends with, we don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. And I just like, you like, I don't know, we have this dumb podcast and I like love K-pop so much, but I also agree that like none of these people owe me anything. Totally. Cause I feel like we, you will hear us rail against like specifically K-pop like fandoms in certain ways. And like certain like aspects of the fan culture that really drive us nuts. Um, and it, the majority of it is that aspect that like the fans own these idols and that the idols like owe everything to their fans and have to do everything for their fans. And it's just unrealistic and it like completely dehumanizes these right. idols. And so for her, who she's wildly popular hugely successful has been around for so long to come out with a song that's like we don't owe you anything it's just like yes, yeah girl. so it's like it's very like yes but also the song itself is like really good yeah uh, i like so that song so iubp is my recommendation or is it bbp i don't know it's don't something know. it's not words <laughs> no it's just like sounds <laughs> um my recommendation and uh 
an attempt to give some to shine some light on some underrated groups is a clip from uh, the so Uptension did have a weekly idol episode where it's just them on it. Um, they didn't episode, have to share. Yeah, they usually have little groups have to share their. No, weekly they didn't idol have episodes. to share. Um, weekly uh, Uptension didn't have to share. They're on episode two thirty three of Weekly Idol, all of which is subbed in English on YouTube. Um, but I want to recommend their cover dance. Um, they do like a K-pop cover dance and it's basically just like five minutes of the of like weekly idol like playing random songs because right. i think at this point in time like uptension maybe didn't have a lot of tracks to do maybe like a random play or something yeah, yeah, yeah. but they are very good dancers and i remember seeing this like years ago or maybe not years but i remember seeing this a long time ago and being like oh my god as in like one of those tumblr posts it's like people are sleeping on uptention yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever um so i watched this ver- this cover dance compilation and they're very good and they're very charming and like adorable so um so watch that and enjoy maybe look into uptention if you Ra- like them. yay i love it yeah okay well that's that if you want to talk to us if, again send us your underrated groups and maybe yes. we'll read them on the next episode uh at ama kpop pod on twitter and instagram ama kpop pod.tumblr.com for any links about things we've talked about in the episode ama kpop pod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email and ama or ask me about K-pop about podcast on YouTube <laughs> if you want to listen to the show on YouTube instead. And like last week, we put up a reaction video of us uh, reacting to the new EXO video. So yeah. maybe we'll do stuff like that in the future if y'all give a shit. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Um, next, we week, could do one for Key. We could like I don't know. Maybe we'll make this a thing. Let's find out. Um, so next week we're going to be talking about some fun. Idol-based reality shows. Yes. And it should be a really good time uh, because we've been looking forward to talking about some of these things for a super long time. So we will see you guys then. Bye. Bye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration. 